making a change in life. It's never easy. I've been through it so many times. And you know, that change can be even harder when you've spent years doing one particular thing. I'm Natalie Tisdall, a journalist who decided enough is enough. I left a career that looked glamorous to do what I was scared of doing, going out on my own. I'm a married working mom of three. On this podcast, we're gonna talk about issues that really matter. Why am I not sleeping? What's up with that diet everyone's talking about? Are my kids falling behind? How do I leave that job and start over? Welcome to the Natalie Tisdall Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. It's Natalie. You know, we're talking about change today, and maybe that change for you is a job, a relationship. It could be a friendship. We all get stuck and sometimes face fear when it comes to the thought of change. I had the privilege of talking about this recently on a friend's podcast, Terry Cardula from Talking with Terry. She asked me to come onto her show to talk about my recent big life change, starting this podcast. In today's episode, you're going to hear that discussion about how I started my TV career, also then went on to have kids, got married first, had kids, worked the morning show, and then conquered change and fear. I want to thank Terry for inviting me onto her show. I love being a guest on other shows. However, I have to admit, I'm used to being the one asking the questions, not answering them. For more on Terry's podcast, see my show notes. Let's dive in And let me know what you think of this episode and how it has you thinking about making a change. And by the way, I want to remind you, it's never too late. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Talking with Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And our guest today is the one and only Natalie Tisdale, journalist and podcast host. She has received many accolades over the years for her work, including Emmy Awards, Associated Press Awards, the Gracie Allen Award. After leaving her 28 years as a TV anchor, she has now turned on her own camera and decided to create the business of her dreams by bringing the stories that matter the most. Welcome, Natalie, to the show. Terry, so good to see you and to talk I to you. Know. Thanks for having me. I know. I'm excited. I don't know if you remember this, but when you were on the Everyday Show, I was actually a guest almost 11 years ago. I was telling my husband the other day, I was like, when we after we had a conversation, I was like, you know, it's been, I was pregnant with my daughter <laughs> on I the show. I was too. 11, you know, it was 11 years ago. I maybe yes. just had my son who's about to turn 12. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So anyways, but it's great to have you. I would love to have you bring up us up to speed for folks, folks that don't know you yet, but get quite the treat to, to, to dive in and learn more about you today. So tell us how you got to be where you're at today. Oh, total life transformation. And I know that's what you like to talk about. And I want to encourage people. You can do that anytime in your life. It actually took a lot for me to make the decision to change things. I spent, as you mentioned, 28 years as a TV journalist. I started as a photographer, a videographer. When I was in college, I thought I wanted to be a videographer. I love doing video and photography, but then found myself working in the depth of the newsroom as a producer. I then became a reporter and you just kind of move through the cycle there as a journalist and uh, made my way as a, a reporter to then being a TV anchor in various markets around the country, kind of working your way up in markets. I worked in Nebraska where I went to school and then took a job in Idaho, moved down to Alabama, was married, then to Texas and then to Colorado. Most of my career I've spent in Colorado and 
for most of my television career did morning news, which I loved because it allowed me to be a mom in the afternoon, but that yeah. started to take a toll on my health. When you're getting up in the middle of the night, two 30 in the morning seemed like a great idea when I could be home with my kids. And so I thought as a mom, we sacrifice, right? So I'm just going to sacrifice a little bit of sleep, get up early, yeah. be home by noon. And then I get to be a mom all day, um, pick the kids yeah. up at school, do the cookies, all that. But I started to realize just how taxing that was on my body. And I didn't want to work the evening news, which is another good shift when you have a baby, but then you're not yeah. there when the kids are done with school to do homework and games and all of that. So say over the last three or four years, I started to question, why am I doing this? Am I doing it because it's what I studied or am I doing it because I think it's what everybody else thinks is a good job? Because people would always say, you have a dream job. Oh my goodness. You're on television. And I'd say, okay, but I had to really reevaluate why I was doing it. I love being a journalist. I love asking questions. I love getting to the truth of the story, but do I need to do that for a TV station? And during the pandemic, I realized as I was broadcasting from my basement, as many journalists were, I don't have to work for someone else. I can do this myself. So the light bulb went off. I started my own podcast and my own website and there we go. That was my transformation. I'm no longer working for another journalistic corporation. Yeah. So what has been your biggest, I guess, challenge or barrier or block that you've had to overcome to get to where you're at today with making that choice? Because I know that that's not an easy choice to make. Sure. And I think for a lot of people, when you're in a secure position, you think, oh my goodness, going out on my own, that's overwhelming. And it certainly was for me. I mean, yeah. I, I went in, did my job, came home, did my research. I, I kind of had the checklist and I knew it. I could almost do it in my sleep. And I say, sometimes I think I did <laughs> do it in my sleep. So I think that the biggest thing I had to overcome was the fear of doing something else and doing it for myself and starting over. And it is scary. I, I, I encourage people to try, but I remember early in my career when I was about to make a transition from evenings to mornings, and I was moving from a, a prime position at an NBC affiliate that I just loved on the Gulf coast to move. And I was secure and I was happy. And, and I remember giving myself three things to think about before I made a transition and I just, I don't remember where I heard this or I came up with it, but I have referred back to it over 20, 30 years as making a transition and how to do that. And mm. those three things were, am I proud of what I'm doing? Am I proud of the organization I'm working for? Do I walk in and walk home and talk about it and feel just proud of it? And then the second thing is, am I challenged by what I'm doing? Because if we're not challenged, we're bored. And yeah. that challenge doesn't need to be challenges with personalities and or personnel, but am I just challenged every day? I want to feel like I'm working towards something. Yeah. And then the third thing was, am I happy? Do I mm. wake up in the morning, just happy to go to work, happy about what I'm doing? So proud, challenged, and happy. And I... I thought back at that reading through an old journal, which I encourage people to do as hard as it is to take the time to do it. And I remember in my job last year thinking, oh, okay, let me go through those three things. I'm challenged, but not like I want to be challenged. I'm not yeah. always proud and sad to say of journalism today. 
And that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, I wasn't always proud of the product and I wasn't very happy, mostly because my health and the time that I did have with my family, it wasn't quality because I was tired. So I really had to reevaluate and then say, it's time as hard as that is, it's time. And so I took the leap. Wow. And I think there's a lot of people that are afraid of taking that leap because especially when we have, and I think a lot of folks, including myself, like I was working as a therapist in a, in a, a very great company and I really enjoyed it, but there was something like you are saying, like, you know, without even me really realizing it, I kind of had gone through kind of a similar checklist of like, am I happy here? Am I, am I really doing what I, what I'm called to be? And, you know, that taking that leap when it's something that's secured, there's benefits, there's paid time off, there's vacant, you know, like all these other things that there's a make paycheck. it worth. Yeah. You it's know? a paycheck. I mean, it's a consistent paycheck. Right? right. And so when you're, when you're thinking about that and you're, if you have a family or if you're married or in a relationship, like there's some, there's other people that's, re- you know, that's reliant on, you know, the paycheck that you bring home. And so I think, yeah, I think it's um, incredible. And what I, I remember asking my husband, I told him, like it got to the point where I was being challenged by being asked to do something unethical. And I was asked to do this like six months prior, but I said, no, I'm not going to do that. This is why, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, then they came back six months later and they said, you are going to do this. And I said, that's unethical for me. And, and, and I, and I just drew the line and I said, thank you. And I just knew in my heart right then and there that I'm giving my notice tomorrow. And so, and it was one of those things that's like, okay, here it is, but we figure it out. And my, I remember my husband saying to me, he's like, what's the worst that can happen? He's like, you fall on your face and you go get another job. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like that's the worst that can happen. Like I fall on my face and I go get another job. And so that was 20, five years ago and have not had to go get another job. But I think there's a lot of folks that, you know, it is terrifying. And, and I think, you know, what is the worst case scenario? And are you willing to live with that? You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, going through, like, like you said, like, I love your checklist of really evaluating and reviewing what is it for us that's really making us happy? Because are we just staying in a job because of these other reasons that may not be relevant to what is happening in your life now. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, the paycheck obviously is a big deal. We can't all make that decision, but what you can do is dabble in something else and start planning and then take the leap. So to take a leap with no plan, well, maybe that's not such a good idea, (laughs) but I knew for the year I signed a contract and I knew that full year I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm leaving. And I, I almost needed that year to really confirm because I was more tired that year than ever before. Just knowing, cause I was dabbling, I was starting, I was planning while I had that. So have a plan, map it out, know yeah. what it is. So you give yourself that confidence before you make the transition. But the worst thing you can do is stay somewhere where you're not happy, you're not proud, and you're not challenged because that's not good for anybody, including your own mental health. Are you looking for ways to stay energized, healthy, and help your family stay healthy? I've started taking supplements from Seeking Health, and it has changed the game for me. I no longer worry that my family is getting enough of the vitamins we need, and I know the quality of what we're taking is top-notch. 
I take an immunity support supplement, magnesium, and several others, including electrolytes to stay hydrated. So many people ask me about these supplements that I've made it really easy for you to find right on my website, natalietisdall.com slash favorites. Also bonus, I have a coupon code to help you save 10% on your order. You will find that coupon code on the website as well. Go to natalietisdall.com slash favorites, click on seeking health. I may earn a small commission if you purchase there, but that's just to help my small business grow the website and the podcast to keep this news and good interviews coming your way. Again, natalietisdall.com slash favorites and click on seeking health. Yeah. And I think for ego, ego wants to be safe and it wants to be secure. And so absolutely what you said is like, if we can dabble and, you know, create like a little side hustle Mm -hmm. and that side hustle, I always tell people like, try to do at least 50% of your income in the side hustle before you take a leap, because that will give ego a little bit of like, okay, at least it's 50%. I can do this. Yeah, I can do this. And, and as soon as we, and I, I'm not a huge fan and, and some of people that have heard me talk on my Facebook lives have heard me say this before is like having two things going at once because what happens is energetically, we put in energy over here and we put on the gas. And then when we hop over here, we're putting on the brake over here, we're putting the gas on over here and energetically, we can never be a hundred percent. But if we have an end goal in mind with like, okay, for the next six months, we're going to do this. That is different in the sense of like, we're going to, we're going to now, oh my goodness. I don't know why that just popped in my head, but if anyone has ever learned how to solemn ski, usually you will just start with two skis and then you, you learn how to drop one. Right. Right. And it's kind of like that. It's like, okay, having two, right. And then dropping one and focusing on the other one. Right. I don't know where that came from. I've never used that metaphor, (laughs) Um, but it's like letting, and then, and it's like, okay, now it's time to let go, right. Let go of the attachments that we've had with the other piece. And let's fully 100% invest in dive in, you know, to what we're doing now, because that is really giving us the winning edge. Because if we've always tried to plan, you know, I was talking about this the other day is, you know, if we have a plan B in place, right. Let's just, I was, I was saying the other day, like why having plan B to our terrible idea, because, you know, we, we then, you know, want to spread our energy, but if we commit to that plan A, there's, in my experience, when, when people have committed to plan A, yes, there's bumps along the way, but plan A, typically works out. Like we figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And uh, you just really have to commit to it and, and know that there's a timeline because there are busy seasons in our life where, you know, Mm -hmm. okay, three months I can do this for me. It ended up being that year. But as soon as I knew I had made the decision to leave the TV station, that year became more difficult. Like you said, my energy was over here with the new thing. So finishing out that contract was like pulling teeth every day because I was so excited about this new thing. But I knew there was an end date in sight. And I also want to encourage people because... I have several people who come to me over the years that ask for a job reference and you know they they ask if I'll if I'll call the new employer when they're looking for the job and and I told a young woman the other day said don't be afraid to leave you're you're not where you were 5 10 years ago when you were first looking for a job you've built up all of that experience 
you have all of that now. So even if this job doesn't work out and I know you're scared, whatever that new thing might be, you've still got that experience that will never leave that you can take to whatever that next thing is. And that next thing will be there, have confidence. And that's hard for people, but have confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about like trusting that that's trusting ourselves. That's trusting and having faith and like, okay, I'm not sure how how or what this is going to look like, but I just trust that this is going to work out. And when we have that, you know, belief, I always tell people that things get created twice, right? Twice, once in our imagination, right? Once in our thoughts and then once in reality. And so, you know, having that faith and having that trust and saying, okay, this is going to work out, right? hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. What has been some of your lessons over this journey for yourself? Like what have been some of the life lessons for you? You know, so many through the years. I mean, being a journalist is such a, such an awesome career and I'm teaching now as well, which has been another new thing. I mean, the podcast was what I was excited to do to create this new brand, to really focus on the things over my years as a journalist that I felt like we're changing people's lives, not the everyday breaking news that's fires and crime and politics, but things that really change people's lives. Things yeah. like better health, improving your family life, finding ways to be inspired, positive mindset. Those were the things I really wanted to focus on. So that's what my podcast is, is family yeah. health and mindset, all topics related to that. But what I think I learned, I've learned as being a journalist that I've been able to bring to now my students teaching journalism and my podcast is like we said a second ago, not to be afraid to jump in, to always ask good questions Mm -hmm. and to just to have that faith in yourself. I've had to have every day as I went in as a journalist, it was like, I learned something new every day. One day it might be on real estate. The next day it might be on politics the next day. And every day I was learning something new and to not be afraid at any stage of your life to learn. Yeah. I love that. And I think those that, that stay curious, those that, you know, become these lifelong learners. I mean, it is, it just brings such value to our, our lives. And I think it gives us an opportunity when we get into that state to, you know, not only, us be mentored by other people, but also us to mentor others. Right. And we allow, you know, we kind of build as we climb and we help support others, you know, in this journey, you know, it's a thing called life. Right. So it's it's beautiful. It's a way of, of way of serving. It's a way of helping. And I think more than ever before in our lifetime, we, it is a, it's no longer a option, I think is a requirement now that we start to shift and look at, you know, how do we be inspired? How do we, you know, take that next step of creating the life that we love, right? Because I think so much has changed in the, even in the last two years um, for a lot of people. And, and we need this right now more than ever oh before. Oh my goodness. Do we ever, it, you just reminded me, I was taking my son who's 12, <laughs> as we just talked about, I was taking him to a basketball practice last night and he had just come off of a golf practice. So he kind of, his stuff all falls on the same day and it just happens that way. Yeah. And he was so tired because he had walked the nine holes and he was going into basketball and he said, this is just really hard. And, and I stopped and it was such a good teachable moment. And I think from 12 year old to us later in life saying, you know what, you were made to do hard things. Mm. Like God made you to do hard things. And if you ever stop doing hard things, you're going to get bored. 
Like, remember uh-huh. that when you walk in and you go, this is hard, go, Oh, good. This is hard. Okay. Yeah. Let's do this. Like, and I try to tell myself when I, you know, learning the technology to podcast and broadcast and social media and all of that, I've always been kind of good at that, but I had to step that up big time creating yeah. my own company after working for another company. But I knew like, I can do hard things. That's okay. I was made to do hard things and taking my daughter to college, my oldest and, you know, walking away from her, oh, I'll fill up with tears right now, leaving Mm -hmm. her halfway across the country and saying, okay, mom, I can do this. I can do hard things and telling her that like, I know this is stretching you and I know I'm going to miss you, but you were made to do hard things. You can do this. And so I continually remind my kids and myself that when I'm challenged, because I don't want to be bored. Yeah. I think that's brilliant. I think that's a powerful message to say, you know what, we can do hard things and these are the hard things that make us right. This is what makes it, this is what grows us. This is what, you know, allows us to go to that next level. And so that's a beautiful message and a great takeaway for people to just to remember that, you know, that message. Yeah. And not only, I just want to reiterate, not only can you, you were made to, That's how we were designed. And so to tell yourself Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, I am made, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I will share a lot of times with people and say, you know, we're never given more than what we can handle. That's right. Right. That's right. You know, we, we are, we are, we are given what we can handle. And then I just trust and know that, okay, like, okay, this is a, you know, this might be, I feel like a gut punch right now, but it's like, okay, there is something in this for me. And there's usually such a life lesson, a profound, you know, like you said earlier transformation that comes out of that. And I'm like, okay. So sometimes I have my, my mantra is like, this is happening for me, not to me. This is happening for me, not to me. And I may be rocking. Okay. (laughs) And saying this not to go crazy, but I'm like, okay, like it is here for us to serve us in some greater capacity that we may not even know. And I just had a conversation earlier this morning about, you know, sometimes we are given, you know, these, these experiences that, you know, we don't even know how it's going to impact us years from now, you know, yes, 2020 is always better when we look back, but you know, we look back and we're like, oh my goodness. And there, there is a time and a place. I do believe that when we are forced to do the hard things in any aspect of our lives, that at some point we can look back and say, okay, yes, I get it. I, I get why it was showing up now. Yeah. We never know it during those hard times, but my, I'll give you another example though. My, my oldest daughter, whom I talked about, who goes to school in Florida, she's a college lacrosse player. And, you know, you're just going to go through sports and anything, but let's use sports at through ups and downs. We Mm -hmm. never grow on the peak, right? There's nowhere left to go. And so when she was having a hard time and I just continually remind her too, we learned so much through parenting, right? About that we're only going to grow in our Valley. So we are going to, you know, the pandemic was Valley, but boy, did a lot of us grow in different ways. So when you're feeling that, that depth of hurt, whatever it is, go, okay, this is where I'm going to grow. I'm in the Valley. I got to work my way back up to the peak. Uh, That's beautiful. What a way, what a powerful way to end our call today. I would love for people to check you out, check out your podcast, check out what you're doing because, you know, you are sharing stories that matter and it's profound. Like we need more of you in this world. So where can people find you? Well, as I mentioned, my podcast, my website, my blog, everything I do, my YouTube channel is all focused on 
health, family, and mindset. Lots of topics around that. They're never ending. Um, you can find me at natalietisdall.com from a YouTube channel under ntisdall, all my social media under natalietisdall as well. Awesome. We'll be putting all that information in the show notes. And thank you so much for being the light. Thank you for having the courage and also being a role model, not only to your kids, but to everybody else that you come in contact with. It is a profound honor to have you on our show today. And thank you so much for what you do. Same to you. Thanks. Thank you for joining the Natalie Tisdall podcast. You can follow along on Instagram and at natalietisdall.com. Subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave a review so I can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.